Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. I'm here with a very special guest today, Carrie Harvey. Hi, Carrie. Hi. So Carrie is in our Taya Bootcamp program and she's doing really, really well. And I just thought we would have a little conversation just about the progress that she's made, the things that she's experienced so far, and just kind of talk about the Taya spiritual practice in general. Because I do get a lot of questions, you know, from the show regarding it, what it is, what it's all about. I think it just is helpful to have somebody like you on that is going through the bootcamp program and learning it and starting to use it in your life to sort of uh, help illuminate that for everybody in the audience. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so why don't we start with this? Let's just talk about what motivated you to get into boot camp in the first place. Okay. Um, so I was motivated primarily by listening to your podcast and, um, uh, strangely enough, my life was going what I thought was pretty well, but there were areas where I knew I was stuck or I just, there was just this knowing of there's a better way. There's an easier way because there were times when my life was, um, very easy and I could, could create things and make them happen. But there were many times where I couldn't. And so um, when I started listening to the podcast and started realizing um, that this just spoke such truth to me that I needed to um, immerse myself in it. And so that's what led me to join boot camp and um, uh, so grateful that I did because the podcasts are fabulous and I love them. I still listen to them, but it doesn't dive into that the depths that boot camp does that brings us to, um, to this place of, of using Taya as a daily, um, practice as a daily spiritual practice for yourself. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about so far, you're, you're not all the way through boot camp. You're probably about a little less than halfway. Yeah. So far what you've picked up from it and what, what changes you've had in your life from it? Okay. Um, there's so many, um, but the, the most, the biggest change that I've had recently was switching from making this a habit and having to actually feel like I had to sit the time aside and just go do my boot camp homework technically to it being moment by moment every moment in my life i am living breathing taya setting intentions and so what has changed with that is that um literally i can change my day in a second i mean that's that's probably the biggest thing that amazes me so um and i'll just give you an example because it's easier i think to understand examples so if i'm out say i i get in my car and i'm running late and i'm you know, trying to get there. And as we humans do, our, my mind is racing and, you know, all these things I have to do. And 
I get to the gas station or something and then the pumps out of gas or, you know, something like that. I will immediately recognize now that I created that. So I will stop myself immediately and do a quick clear and set an intention for my day to, to be magical for people to go out of their way to be kind to me. And I will set these intentions and then I will go and just slow myself down, stop my thinking. And my day turns around immediately. It's just amazing to me where, you know, people always letting me go in line in front of them or, you know, opening doors for me and just, just being kind. It's, it really just is amazing to see that you can shift that, you know, the traffic opens up, my day starts to move and flow beautifully instead of having all these um, obstacles that we create. Yeah. You know, it's funny that, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing you get out of this really is finding your path to daily joy and daily joy is everything. But it's amazing to me. Every once in a while, I'll I'll talk to somebody about getting into boot camp, uh, and, and they'll say, "Well, that's great, but I just want money. <laughs> I just want to manifest a lot of money." And there's nothing wrong with wanting to manifest a lot of money. Money's great, and you can. But they're not seeing the value in just the daily joy of being able to control your environment the way that we do in the Taya practice. Because you can have tons of money, and I understand when you don't have money, you think money is going to fix everything. And then you get it and understand that it does not fix everything. It just creates a whole new set of problems that are different, perhaps, than the problems that you have when you don't have money. So, and you can still be in a state of not being in joy. And this is you know, the biggest manifestation that we get out of this really is loving ourselves being up that spiral, being connected and being in that state of joy. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is, um, is huge because, and I was actually today laughing this morning as I was making my breakfast because I was enjoying, um, cooking. And if you, if anyone that knows me is listening, they know I do not cook well and I hate to cook, but I live alone and I'm set the intention of eating uh, less manufactured or, you know, uh, pre-packaged food and I'm eating more holistic and healthy food. And so with that, I have to cook. And so this morning I actually was enjoying it. And funny enough, I, I really did make a really good breakfast. And so simple little things like that, if you could find joy in those simple things, it just makes your day so much better. So that's another big key that I found just recently is that I find joy in everything and just even the little tiny things, which are showing me now that that's evidence that my um, vibration has raised, my default vibration has raised because um, the obstacles aren't always Whereas before, yes, I still meet obstacles and I still have obstacles. And of course I always will, but they're not as many of the little bumps in the road that I used to have because I just meet everything in joy now. And when you do that, there's that clarity of, of like you said, that I create this and I can make my day be a wonderful, magical day and meet 
really neat people and, and just really enjoy it. And then with all that, then I think all the rest will flow. The money flows and the, um, the great job flows and finding what you're even passionate about um, opens up for you. Well, you get up there to where you don't need that stuff anymore. And when you stop needing it, it's a lot easier to manifest it. True. <laughs> That's where I got big stuck. <laughs> well, everybody, you know, they, they need the relationship. They need money. They need, you know, some, some new stuff to be happy. And the key is to be happy without the manifestations. And then the manifestations come. And, and it works every single time. It's not because when you're in the vibration of needing, the universe is saying, you're right, you need that. You need it because you don't have it. You need it because you don't have it. You need it because you don't have it. And you stay in that cycle of needing it and not having it rather than just enjoying and relaxing and knowing that everything that you want is flowing to you and knowing that the universe pampers you. That's my favorite saying now. The universe pampers me always, always takes care of me. I don't ever have to worry about anything, you know, even if things look like they're probably going down a disastrous route, I'm going to give faith to the universe and to my process and to this Thai practice. And I know that I'm going to get everything that I want. It's all going to work out for my highest good. And, and when you think that way, it helps you work through because there are times that we manifest obstacles and we're doing it on purpose because they serve us. But in the midst of the obstacle, we don't always remember that. We think it's this terrible thing that we're going through. And then we look back and realize, wow, there were some obstacles in my life that actually catapulted me to a next level, got me you know, the change in vibration that I needed to really get aligned with what I really wanted. And everybody has those stories in their lives. Yet we still you know, fear being disappointed. We still fear our obstacles. And we've got to get past that. That's a big part of Taya is releasing fear on all fronts. Right. Yeah, that was huge. And that, that I think that's across the board to anyone that joins Taya. I think we all, as human beings, we've been raised in a society that just feeds on fear, creates fear about yeah. everything. Yeah. So yeah, that, that one was huge for me as well. Um, and the interesting thing, like you said, David, is, is at least for me, was when I first started Taya, you had asked, um, you know, we get asked uh, kind of to figure out why we're here and what we want out of Taya. And honestly, like I said, I felt like my life was going pretty good for the most part. And so I just want to, to reach out to people that even if you think your life is going well and you're, and you're relatively happy because I was, um, there's still so many levels that Taya has shown me and changed my life. I'm such a different person in just these few weeks than I was when I started. And so um, it's not, like you said, it's, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, well, I'll just join and make a lot of money, which we know that's not going to bring the happiness. But um, I think like every person could benefit from being in Taya, regardless of where they are in their life at this moment. Yeah, it does. It solves every problem in your life if you allow it to because we've already had people heal themselves we've had people break addictions uh you know we've certainly had people have manifested money in businesses and businesses and real estate portfolios and job promotions and, and all that stuff which is great and for me the the biggest benefit of all of it though is is just the fact that it just 
gives you the tools to process human life. You know, I, I understand now why positive and negative exist. I understand why people that I don't agree with have the opinion that they do, and I'm able to appreciate it more. I, I no longer need to be right. That's a big one for a lot of people. Think about how many people want to argue their point and, and, until the death, you know, almost, because they, they have to be right. Why do we have to be right? You know, why, why does that matter so much to so many of us that we, we have to be right? Releasing that, that fear and that need to be the right one and to win the argument is so free because you can really allow everyone to have their beliefs and their opinion. And you're not getting into politics and religion and, and all of those things anymore because you realize that you have the power over your life, that there's no one out there, there's, there's no politician that's going to really have control over your life unless you give it to them. If you give it to them, they will. But when you realize your full power that you can manifest whatever life you want, regardless of who the president is or you know, who your representative is or, or, or what's going on in government, it doesn't have to be that way. You can have full, complete power over your life and you become more and more powerful the more you practice this. Your manifestations are bigger and, and come faster. And you know, I, I say I'm a very powerful manifester now and I manifest both positively and negatively very fast. And I, I, the negative is a blessing because the universe sends me a very quick sign to let me know that I'm not in alignment with what I really want, that I'm manifesting something that I don't want. And, and that's, that's very valuable to, to have those skills and just to know how to navigate and control your, your bubble of reality. I agree. Um, the other thing I think too, um, I mean, absolutely. It's so powerful. And and again, back to the joy and clarity is I'm at the point now where, like I said, I look back and I thought I was happy, but the difference between that level of happiness and the sheer joy that I live each and every day now is, is huge. And, and it just baffles my mind is why you would want to live in that need to be right or fearful mode when you, when you don't have to, because I mean, it's not, yes, it's hard work and it's boot camp and you, you do have to do the work. You know, it's not something that you handed us and, and like a magical pill here, you go take this and now your life is great. You do have to do the work, but in that work, as you said, to feel so powerful and clear and joyful about what, my future holds is it's indescribable it it really is and i'm forever grateful that i did take that step to join boot camp and uh i am excited to see i don't know i don't know what my passion is yet or or where i'm headed but i know i needed to get out of corporate america so um you know that all unfold as we go but uh, I sure am having a good time <laughs> in the meantime. Well, that's what it's all about is enjoying the journey and not always waiting for the destination to make you happy. You've got to enjoy the process while you're on your way there for sure. And you know, something else, you know, we talk about healing and, and money and, and jobs and all this stuff and relationships <clears throat> and bad relationships ending, which is a good thing too, if it's not a good relationship. But I realized this week, and you know this from our group call, that I've healed a phobia 
that I've had my entire life. My entire life, I've been afraid of heights. So much so that, you know, when I was younger, I was making myself ride roller coasters and do those, you know, those things at theme parks where you go way up in the air and they drop you down and all that stuff. And never, you know, I felt good that I made myself do it, but I never conquered my actual fear of heights. And just up till up until a couple of years ago, I was living in a high rise in San Francisco and I was on the 29th floor and I, we had floor to ceiling windows and I wouldn't go near the, the floor to ceiling windows and I wouldn't go out on the balcony at all. It, it terrified me. So I, you know, I had this apartment I was spending all this money on that I couldn't even enjoy the whole thing because I could, I was too afraid to go to the windows and living up at that height didn't cure my fear of heights. It was irrational. Yes. I knew that I was, you know, in a building and I was safe and I wasn't going to be like sucked over the ledge or anything like that. But it was still, it was a fear, it was a phobia that I could not break. And then this week on Monday, uh, I met a business partner from Sydney uh, in LA and he took us to lunch, uh, took me to lunch at this restaurant called 71 Above. And and when he said the name, I was like, oh, is that the top of a building? And he said, yeah, yeah, it's really, it's this cool restaurant. There's great views. You can see all of LA. And immediately my head went to, wow. I don't like those kind of restaurants. I've been in plenty of, you know, restaurants at the top of tall buildings, not necessarily 71 stories up, but tall enough and never liked the experience. I'm not comfortable up there. I'm very uncomfortable being at that height. And the odd thing is I'm not afraid to fly, but I don't like being up high in a building like that, especially with floor to ceiling glass that has the ledge that just freaks me out. So I, I kind of defaulted to that, oh, that's going to be you know, uncomfortable. And then I decided, no, it's not. There's nothing to be afraid of. What is left for me to fear with this practice? And I sort of rationalized the fear out of me instantaneously. And you know, we took two elevators to go up to the 71st floor. And I was fine. I walked out there, you know, walked right into the dining room. There are the windows all the way around. And, you know, 71 stories up, up above most of the buildings in L.A., helicopters flying below. And the hostess, of course, walked us right over to the window and sat me right in the window. So I I felt nothing. I looked out. I looked down. I sat down and, and I had a window right next to me, you know, right next to my left arm that was, you know, right out to 71 stories up. And I felt nothing. So to be able to, to cure a lifelong phobia by, by healing my fear is huge because phobias can be crippling for people. Wow, that, that is huge. So can I ask you a question about that, Ben? Um, so it just happened, like in those, when you knew you were going there, you just thought immediately, I don't need to be afraid because... I have Taya. Like, it's kind of like I didn't feel fear. I felt a remembrance of being fearful in those situations before. And I thought, okay. I, I'm not afraid. I don't feel fear anymore. And I, I'm not afraid of this, this experience at all. And it was great because I wasn't. Yeah. So even though um, you've been doing this for so long, you're still having um, new things come up. That's, that's really cool to know that. Even once I'm out of Taya, that I will still be growing and expanding. Absolutely, because you're going to be expanding and evolving as a person as long as you're alive. So you're going to need this practice to continue 
to get the maximum benefit from all of the growing and expanding you're going to do. And, and, and you know, that makes life very rich. I want my life to be rich and amazing and fun all the way to the end, whenever that is. Me too. I, I do not want to, it, it amazes me. As I said, I, I, for those that don't know me, I worked in healthcare for m- most of my career and I was amazed at meeting people that, um, and, and again, I'm not judging anybody, but meeting people that were, it's almost like they resolved to say, okay, this is my destiny. I'm just going to sit here and wait to die basically at young ages because they were given a diagnosis of something or another. And, um, I've always been one to say, no, I, you know, I refuse that. I know I can, I can at least do what I can do to make myself feel better. But now that I have Taya, I know that I can literally fully heal myself, which is one thing that, I, that has been a bonus out of Taya because um, I did struggle with joint pain and um, uh, stomach issues and things that are now um, pretty much, I have to almost think about it because they're, it, most of it is, is gone since I started Taya. Yeah, we know so much of that is from stress. And when you get into Taya, you release your fear, you raise your ability to trust, and there's nothing to stress about. So it releases stress from your life, and, and then your, your body follows suit and heals. And, you know, mine certainly did. I had joint pain and back pain and gout and all this stuff for all these years, and I don't have any of that anymore. I don't even have lower back pain, and I have spondylolisthesis. You know, that was supposed to put me in a wheelchair if I didn't have spinal fusion years ago, and it's fine never have had surgery. It's fine. I don't even have lower back pain. And I go to the gym and lift really heavy weights now and I don't have back pain at all. It's crazy. Isn't that amazing? At 51. Yeah. 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 I, I have, I'm learning to absolutely, um, the, one of the, another big thing that popped up is appreciating that the little things that I'm noticing that are happening which is that like I used to have to get up really early to work through the joint pain in the mornings and before that I could get um, dressed. It took me long to get dressed because I had joint pain and um, I just didn't sleep well and was very tired when I woke up. And now I, I don't, I wake up and I'm ready to go. I jump out of bed and I'm full of energy and excited to see what the day will bring. Um, and now that I know that I get to set, that I actually have the power to set how my day goes, it's even more exciting. So, um, but those are just, uh, just like I said, tip of the iceberg is what boot camp can do for you. It's just, it really is absolutely amazing. I could talk for hours and hours about all the, um, the things that have changed in my life in just these short few weeks. Yeah, well, and you've gone through, and I think we talked about this on other, another video, but you've gone through some major life crisis while in boot camp. Yes, yes, I did. There were, I, there were crisis, but there would be normally, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, one thing that I had prior to boot camp, we had a big flood, and then my mom had a heart attack, and actually two heart attacks, and I had to stop working and stay home and take care of her. And so with that, um, 
came, there was a lot of stress in my life. And so then I, um, at that time, I was talking with you, David, about getting into boot camp and finally, fortunately did and um, was able to change my perspective and my relationship with my mom. And so, and then she passed away in April. And so I was very, very grateful that um, I had decided to go ahead and do boot camp because it allowed me to have a different perspective on that mother-daughter relationship. And we had some beautiful moments and conversations together. And then I was able actually to sit there with her as she passed away peacefully that I know I would not have been able to be at peace with that had I not been in boot camp. And then um, it was like a week later, my dog that was um, my travel buddy, my fur baby since my kids moved out and um, he passed away like a week and a half later. <laughs> and uh, there's just been uh, some other big things I can't remember, but those were two big things that I was able to see from a whole different perspective and handle it in a beautiful, peaceful way, knowing that my mom was returning to her completed state and that, um, that I still, I mean, we still have access to that. We're, we're all a collective consciousness. So, um, it would not have ended that way had I not been in boot camp. <laughs> yeah, it gives you a very different perspective about life and death and, and everything else. And you just have that access to that higher perspective that just makes you see the world very differently and appreciate all of it. Yeah, and especially our parents. Because even though I had, I had a great childhood and I had good parents, they're still your triggers. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, you know, know they deliver contrast by design, right? That's exactly. And, and yeah. so there were a lot of triggers popping up when I was having to stay home and become the roles became reversed where I was my mother's caregiver. And that was a hard role for her and a hard role for me to switch because your mother is is usually your caregiver. And so then she was becoming less able to do things and she was very angry, very frustrated which, um, like I said, could have gone down a really horrible path with a lot of, of unresolved issues that typically without boot camp, um, I would have been in a state of probably grief and guilt and, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, and those kind of things. And we didn't, we were able to have some beautiful conversations and, um, that was all thanks to the Taya practice. Very nice. Very, very nice. And you know, we have other people that are going through with you and we have a lot of group interaction. I think the community is a big component because nobody else understands how you operate your life. It's not a cult. I always say that. It sounds like a cult sometimes, but it's not a cult. But really, you are operating your life at a much higher level than everyone else on planet Earth with this practice. And most people aren't going to relate to that. And in fact, what happens a lot of times with people in Taya is your friendships start to shift. There are people that will exit your life and there are new people that will come in, but they're all your vibrational match. So if you're raising your vibration higher and higher and higher with this practice, which is what it's intended to do, your lower vibrational friends might not be able to handle you anymore. And you, you've got to be okay with that because when you 
are not in fear. It's, it's you're okay releasing friends that don't resonate with you anymore because you know that new ones are going to be right around the corner that will resonate with you, that will be your vibrational match. So that's a, that's a big difference uh, that people experience coming, you know, out of boot camp and this tie of practices, you know, you're going, you're going to love yourself more and appreciate yourself more in this practice. And then you're going to need to be vibrationally aligned or you will be vibrationally aligned with other people who think the same of you, who think that you're amazing and wonderful and, and, and love you that much. And that's who you're going to attract, not people that, you know, perhaps you attracted from further down your spiral that don't fully appreciate you and they want you to stay in this negative space with them. And, you know, we've all had friends like that, but it's the, they're good to release because they're not energetically, they're not doing you any favors for sure. Right. Right. And I, yeah, I love, I love, we had the live sessions we have with um, hearing other people's stories. And as you said, there's so many miracle stories that have transpired through boot camp, And so um, it, that is always uh, a good time to sit and chat with everybody live. So I, that, that's an added bonus that you do, David, and I do, you know, I appreciate that. And I have to laugh that you say it's not a cult because I think uh, sometimes people think, you know, are afraid of, again, fear, something different or new. And um, I do have to laugh. My kids, um, of course, they're, you know, I have a great relationship with them. And, um, but I had to laugh cause they were like, what are you, what are you taking mom? You're so chill. You're so calm now. <laughs> <laughs> Tia. Yeah. Hey. They want to know what I'm on and I'm like, I am taking Taya. <laughs> well, it does, you know, there's nothing left to be uptight about. Certainly there's, you know, the, the, we, we're not judging the way we used to judge. We're discerning our preferences for sure. And, and, and pursuing the things that we discern as our preference, which is fine. And there's just nothing, if you really trust the universe to deliver everything that you want, which is what the practice is all about, there's nothing to stress about. You literally eliminate all the stress from your life, which is pretty amazing. And that's where the, the improved health just flows right through from there. Yeah, that, that definitely was an added bonus. Um, that in the beginning, I think that was probably one of the big things I wanted to work on and learned. Um, that I was doing what you said earlier. Uh, I would say, okay, you know, I'm going to have good health. I'm going to have good health. And then I'd wake up and I'd be like, but my joints hurt. Where is it? Where is it? So I was hammering. Oh, yeah. And then as, as I learned more and more of the Taya practice and started appreciating, oh, you know, paying attention that, hey, today is a good day. I don't have a lot of pain today. And started appreciating the little things, which then snowballed into these big things that now. Right almost every day I wake up and feel great. It's very rare now that I have joint pain or That's illness because I just don't stress about things anymore. And if I do stress, I have tools to immediately correct it. And that was a huge, big one this past week that we talked about. Yeah. Um, I had some issues I told you about at, um, I won't go into detail, but, uh, I'm, I'm trying to sell things and move and downsize. And so there were some issues at the bank and with the lawyers and immediately fear stepped in and I could feel myself. I got sick to my stomach and then I realized immediately what was going on. 
And so I used my Taya tools and calmed everything down, got myself back to a good spot. And then I called the bank and within minutes it was all resolved and <laughs> quick as that. It's amazing how that happens, right? Right. It is so amazing. I cannot say enough about it. Um, just how different my life is and how amazing and, and now excited to see, like you said, what, what will happen even after Taya, which is another good thing that you do, right? We have the, um, alumni or yeah, there's alumni group, there's a maintenance program, and then there's even a mastery program for people that really want to keep working at it. Yay. Yay. Cool. <laughs> there anything else you'd like to share about Taya or Taya Bootcamp while you're on? Um, just anyone that wants to talk to me about it, I am open, David, you could let them know. I would be glad to talk to anybody about it, but if you're on the fence, just do it. And if you're, like I said, even if you think your life's going pretty good, it can always be better. Um, so invest in it, invest in yourself and, and go through boot camp. It's, it will change your life. Guaranteed. Very good. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, David. I appreciate you. Namaste. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.